guys. Wow, look at you. You did it. You woke up. You got out of bed. You drank some water. You turned your phone on, and you're here. I'm proud of you. Today on the podcast, we have yet another awesome interview with Rob Wasmer, who is a creative content manager at the North Face. We talk about how the outdoors can help you uncover your true humanity and discover yourself. If you're enjoying Antenna Method, the podcast, please subscribe. And I would be so grateful if you guys could leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts so that others can discover the advice and ideas we discuss weekly. Follow me at Antenna Method on Instagram and Facebook and head to antennamethod.com to buy Antenna Method, the ebook, which contains seven different 14-day habits reboot plans to get you feeling better. All right, guys. Enjoy. All right, welcome to Antenna Method, the podcast, the podcast about making small, impactful changes to your daily routine to feel better. With me today, I have a cousin, a person with whom I am cousins, Robert Wasmer, and he is also, he works on the creative team at the North Face, which uh, is is why we wanted to get his perspective on the show. The North Face does a lot of awesome things, and, and I I'm going to actually turn it over to Robert so he can introduce himself and, and share what he does. Hey, hey, man! Um, glad hey. that glad to finally be doing this. Glad to yeah. be talking. Um, so yeah, I work on the North Face um, creative team um, under the brand marketing team, and uh, among the responsibilities that I own there. Um, I oversee the creative direction behind our films, our videos, and our um, social media channels. Um, so yeah, it was. It's kind of. I'm. I still very much pinch myself that um, oftentimes I find myself in situations where I'm like, "Are you? Are you sure? And you and you're paying me for this? And yeah. You're like listening to me. Great. <laughs> so so you're as they would say, you're living the dream, as they would say. I'm I'm very much living the dream. I'm living my dream. Uh, nice. Yeah, I'm pretty pretty psyched. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, can you one thing that really like I love about the films that the North Face puts out is like the deep element of storytelling behind every film. So can you talk a little bit about how your role plays into that piece? Yeah, um, I mean it varies project to project. Um, oftentimes we'll bring on filmmakers, um, specifically for their lens on storytelling. My job, um, is kind of to be a shepherd for lack of a better term of like the brand narrative, the overarching brand narrative and, um, to help herd that along the best that I can. Um, sometimes that's from inception to delivery. Sometimes it's just, um, a conversation with, um, the creatives on the team, on kind of just like not necessarily saying like in in a black and white way saying like this is how it has to be but just offering a perspective um from the brand that can hopefully elevate an idea um in storytelling i mean i think a, a big part of what we like to do and what we try to do is um, make the outdoors a bit more attainable um and accessible even uh thematically or um psychologically um the ac activities like it's it's important to acknowledge activities like skiing or ice climbing or rock climbing aren't 
always super accessible. Um, and when we have a team of ambassadors and um, athletes who are kind of in that top 1% crafting narratives that are um, someone can see themselves in, even though that might not be the physical element of that feat, crafting it in a way where they can like, you know, I don't necessarily know what it's like to climb Mount Everest, but I know what it's like mm. to be cold. I know what it's like to be scared. I know what mm. it's like to like have goals, set them and then achieve them. Mm. Um, <clears throat> really distilling and bringing out the humanity and all these uh, physical feats that we're known for, uh, I think is a, a big goal for us from like a film storytelling platform. Yeah. I, I love that, especially because nowadays people, they're just looking to be inspired by things that they can relate to, that they can draw back to their own lives. And there's definitely a lot of inspiration to be drawn from the outdoors. Um, in regards to like discovering and uncovering the humanity that, that is found in the outdoors. Can you tell me a little more about like, what like what what does the outdoors hold and and how like what have you seen so far in the films you made for north face and maybe you could talk about a recent film if that would help yeah i mean i mean i from like a a personal perspective i i'm obviously like drawn to this vocation and this narrative vocation because i see i've learned so much about myself through the outdoors um, and I see elements that are beneficial for everyone um, to like learn, try to learn the same things that um, you can gather from the outdoors. Um, and really, like, I don't know, it, it, it's the outdoors are so important and the outdoors can teach you so much about um, what it is to be humble what it is to grow, what it is to be defeated and what it is to have like successes. And like, you really like, you learn a lot about yourself through, um, you know, going outside, experiencing new things, trying new things. Um, and I think like at, at the, the very bare bones, like that's really like what it is that we want to capture in all of these. And just, um, like you said, inspire get people outside to to try these things for themselves even though it might not be on that level that's not necessarily the priority the priority is just you know doing that um yeah kind of tangent there um (laughs) i forgot the question no you answered the question actually so a plus a plus solid marks on that one (laughs) and uh yeah a lot of people i think myself included it's like because I, I rock climb and I'm not sending, sending for those of you who are listening means you like got up the route. I'm not sending the hardest routes, but it's, it's rewarding to challenge yourself and then, and then have the resilience to meet, meet that challenge. Yeah. And I think that's, what's really interesting about the outdoors is that like, you can go out and if we're sticking with the rock climbing metaphor, not to get too niche, but if, (laughs) if you, if you go out and you know, do like a five, six, which is like a beginner, mm-hmm. a beginner route. Um, and you're gripped out of your mind. And <laughs> when you, when you send it and you finish it and you complete it, you're like the most stoked you've ever been. You can go sit down at a bar later that day with a professional climber who just climbed, you know, like a five fifteen, and the, the feeling that you guys both have at mm-hmm. the bar is the same and you can kind of like reminisce and like be equals in that way of just like you you did this thing 
and like that thing was at the limit of what you could do at that time and i think that's what's really cool about the outdoors is right now there's like such a stigma about like the fastest furthest firsts and mm. all these like uh you know, ex- extremities of the outdoors. But when you distill it down to a feeling like that's, that's really what is cool about it. And like that feeling could be, you know, this is your first time, you know, walking the Pacific crest trail and, mm-hmm. or this is like your first time in central park, like, and those feelings can be the same and you can, you can, uh, you know, share those with, um, with anyone, no matter your skill level. Yeah. Yeah, that's really, that's like really powerful. And I mean, like for me, that cuts to the core of like what it means to be human. Like, that's what it means. Like you're, you're improving yourself and that feeling you get when you attain what you set out to do, no matter what the goal was like that, there's something just deeply human about it. Um, Yeah. And that's, and I mean, that's what it's like, that's what it really should be all about. It shouldn't be about like you didn't ski a black diamond today or you didn't ski, mm. you know, it's just that you went skiing and like, that's important and that's cool. And the fact that you were able to wake up early and get outside and do something is like that we should be as a culture and a society, we should be like heroizing and making more important than like, I, you know, I talked to a lot of people obviously who are like trying to get into sports and trying to trying to like do these things and they feel like they're mm-hmm. you know you're so good or like the 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 like i'm just i can't start skiing at like 30 because like i have so much catching up to do and it's like mm-hmm. no i mean that's not that's not what it's about if it's just about trying new things and like elevating yourself as a person by putting yourself in situations that you're unfamiliar with and learning about learning deeper, more about who you are in those situations. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and from your perspective, then like, how do we move the needle in that direction where people, they feel like it's not some barrier they have to break through to, to try something new and to get the inspiration. Like there's momentum already there. Yeah. I mean, that's a hard one because culture is so conditioned to you know the bright shiny things and those shiny Mm -hmm. things are often on like the peaks who have that haven't been climbed yet or the things that haven't Mm -hmm. been done yet um but i think it's just you know obviously i'm in a a very fortunate position at the north face to elevate be one to elevate stories um of any level and I think like brands should be, and brands are nowadays, but brands should be paying more attention to um, the first timers just as much as they are, um, you know, the top of the mountain. I think mm-hmm. like it's um, it's always been kind of this underlying thesis for marketing in the outdoors that you know mm-hmm. you got to show the Everest to like get someone to go outside. Um, yeah, and, like, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> But you, why can't we show that person just going outside and why can't they, that be inspiring for the person going to Everest, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that's where it needs to go. So more power to you moving us in that direction. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to, I want to kind of talk more about your process, like your sure. create creative process. And um, one thing I'm big on is like understanding how 
each person like cultivates their own sense of inspiration. And so I'd love to hear like, what are things you do in your life to, to cultivate that sense of inspiration? Yeah. Creative process is an interesting one. Um, this, I mean, no offense to you as an interview, but this isn't the first time I've been asked that question. And I think every time I've answered it a different way. Um, and I think I've come to the conclusion that there's no such thing as like, um, like a specific creative process, especially in crafting narratives or like creating films or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you could go into a film with a specific recipe of like, here's how, you know, we'll call it a cake. Here's how you bake a cake. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, at the end, you realize the entire time you were like making tacos because mm-hmm. like yeah. something might have happened. Um, so I think like in regards to like my creative process, I think it, what I've learned over the years is like just keeping an open mind. Um, mm-hmm. I think like it's really important to um, like any idea that's brought to the table. Uh, it's very cliche to say, but no idea is a bad idea. Even if your knee jerk reactions to say, well, that's a horrible idea. Why would you say that? Mm-hmm. Um, but there's an open-mindedness that's important to figuring out what the ethos is both in that idea, why that was brought to the table and even what the ethos is in your reaction to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and having like an open mind to just be more um, accommodating to different perspectives um, that uh, can elevate, it can ultimately ele- elevate um, an idea. Um, so there's no, you know, there's no secret, secret book that I can provide, but mm-hmm. I think over the years, maybe the secret is just that there is no, like, there is no secret. It's just being able to think critically and be open-minded, um, to different perspectives and ideas as they come up and mm-hmm. realize that no idea needs to be exactly how you set it out to be. Um, yeah and just allowing it to evolve into what it is will ultimately create the best thing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's kind of like a poetic realization of just being present and listening as you go along, which, and maybe this is how I'm interpreting it. I'll say it's like, if you approach life like that, and if you approach art and, and filmmaking like that, like the universe, like reveal, like things just reveal themselves to you if you're open to it. And, uh, yeah, so it's cool. Yeah. Um, there were two parts to that question. I'm really bad at, uh, remembering the question, but what was the second part? Uh, the second part was, um, you know, I, I think it was actually, I don't remember what it was. So I'm going to ask another question. Full disclosure, full disclosure. That's the beauty of doing a podcast where you're Right now I'm listening to the universe and I'm just, we're just talking. So in a way I'm channeling the same uh, type of process that uh, you just described. That's I'm going to cover up that I don't remember the question, but (laughs) Um, actually I would love to hear about something that you're, that you worked on recently that um, like what you learned from it. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's hard to like bring up one specific idea. I think like one of our um, biggest films, at least pre-pandemic um, COVID area, was a film called Lodze. 
And there were a lot of things that went into that film in regards to um, production, in regards to like what we thought the story was, what the story ended up being. Um, and I think like maybe the epiphany that we just kind of walked through was really cemented in that process of not holding the idea or the narrative or the story to a specific standard or to a specific thing, but um, allowing yourself to be, to just set the goal of like, we're going to tell a story mm-hmm. and, um, you know, talking to both the people that are in the film, the filmmakers, the people who have surrounded the film, um, and like getting all those perspectives and, you know, that can happen. Like what we did with that one is we cast a really wide net in regards to, um, interviews in regards to, um, different conversations. And it was just like pieces over the course of six months that we just started like plucking out, like, Hey, remember when you said this, or remember when this Mm -hmm. was a thing. And that just all kind of came together on the, um, editing floor. That was in a really like organic and beautiful way. It Mm -hmm. was like, it was really like kind of, you, you know, when you open a puzzle for the first time, everything looks like insane. And you're like, hey, there's no way this is like an actual picture that I'm trying to mm-hmm. put together. Um, but then the pieces start like slotting into each other and it just kind of all comes together. Awesome. Awesome. How do you spell that in case people want to YouTube that? L-H-O-T-S-E. Lotse. Lotse. Can you use that in a sentence? I just made a film called Lotse. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Another A+. Plus. <laughs> um, awesome, awesome. Okay, let me... So let me maybe turn the lens towards like more of an advice um, type of answer. And we touched on it a little bit earlier and like a lot of people want to get into the outdoors. They want to discover themselves. Like what's some, for, for someone who's just like a newbie, whether they be young or old, who just has this feeling that they want to get outdoors and explore, like what would you recommend they, they do to start if, if anything? I mean, as simpleton as it is to say, I would just say, um, do it. I think that there isn't like, obviously there are barriers to entry in regards to accessibility, but I think like the outdoors aren't this magical thing in regards to, you know, you have to go where you can't see anyone or any buildings and you have to go deep out there. Um, obviously that is a big part of the outdoors, but the outdoors are also like your backyard. It's right outside your door. Um, I think that like just acknowledging that like, you know, say you're going trail running, you don't have to find the most desolate trail. You can like step off the sidewalk onto like the, the dirt and just start running there and see where that takes you. Um, I also think that, um, obviously this is going to sound very contradictory coming from a brand who sells a lot of product, but you don't always need the best and like the shiniest new thing. Um, I have had some of my best camping experiences where I just grabbed the, you know, comforter that was on my couch and threw it in the back of my car. Um, and like that was camping and that was, you know, just as pleasurable as having whatever, having all the new stuff. Um, I think like 
there's a lot of different stigmas with the outdoors in regards to you need to find desolation, isolation, and you need to have in that isolation and desolation, you need to have like the newest, greatest, shiniest thing. And like when you, the outdoors are hard enough to get into, Mm -hmm. um, both from like a personal level and from like a physical accessibility level, these other barriers that you put on yourself about, I can't go camping because I don't have X, Y, and Z. Those are kind of all just in your head. Camping by definition is, you know, just sleeping outside. So just mm-hmm. sleep outside somewhere, even if that's like on your roof or in your backyard or start there, start small and don't have this expectation of your first time outdoors has to be this like big experience. It can just be 30 minutes, you know, after work or 15 minutes on your lunch break, you just like take a walk through the park or take a walk outside. Yeah. Well said. Well said, Robert. Thanks. (laughs) I, uh, yeah, I actually, I think this would be an awesome place to wrap up the podcast just because we touched on so many powerful, um, important things. And I think just ending on that note kind of gives people, the inaction or homework to take away, which is, yeah, just go step off the sidewalk, like just get on the dirt, you know, just whatever. Yeah. Like I, I'm looking at my balcony. Maybe I'll sleep on my balcony tonight. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Look both ways before you step off the sidewalk, but <laughs> look both ways. Yeah. Yeah, before you cross the street. It's a disclaimer for anyone listening to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man. Okay. So yeah, I guess, maybe for our folks who want to see some of the films, it's just the North face channel on YouTube, right? Yep. Yep. We got some stuff there. Um, obviously like at the North face on everything, social media. Um, TikTok. If, yeah, we're on TikTok. Nice. Um, and, uh, yeah. Also like, I'm just at Rob Wassmer. If you want to, f- I'm, I'm back on Instagram now. He's back. I'm back. I don't, your listeners have long been awaiting <laughs> this. This is the pinnacle of season one of this podcast. Rob Wasmer's back on Instagram. Yep. Yeah. Yep. What what's your handle again? Uh, Rob R O B Wasmer W A S S M E R. All right. So follow Rob back. or don't, you know, or don't, or don't <laughs> it, check him out or don't, or don't do yeah. whatever makes you happy. Whatever makes you happy. I like that. I like that. Well, uh, well, I hope this podcast made you guys happy. Um, thanks again for joining, Rob. Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me. Of course. And uh, yeah, we'll talk to you guys next week. We're signing out. All right. Be good. Be good. <laughs> Be good, people. <laughs> Do good. Be good. Okay. This is okay. Bye. <laughs>